The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. And here we are at adventuresfromtheshed.com. I'm going to push a button here, and you can see us. Hi! Um, of course, yes, you can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. You can find us here on the YouTubes, um, Facebook, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, other the places. The web. The webzinating. Spotify, yeah, we'll get an Onion site soon, so we all guys want to be super seekers. No, we're yeah. not going to do that. <laughs> we probably shouldn't have said that. We're many, many that. <laughs> Actually, I don't know what that is. Instead of an onion site, let's do a pineapple site, like dot pineapple. I'm going to have to create a new browser for that. Are we going straight to this already? Because from what I've heard just recently, science has proven there's a problem with hot pineapple. The problem is it sucks. Um, I love it so much. I I just want you to know that. Um, There's no question about it whatsoever now. Uh, So we're getting back into our cyberpunk campaign. Um... And today we're titling it. Kurt, you have to do this above your head. It's uh, the pit. You say, ah, so you know, Chris we, did that we mixed our seating range. We did. Teleported. Mess with everyone. Yep. Yeah, Chris teleported. He did a mini <laughs> step over to the other end of the table. <laughs> and he's over there now. So, um, I, actually, Chris, why don't you say hi first? You're the oh, hey, it's guy. me, Chris, the game master. Uh, I just want to say, because, you know, we're recording this after what two episodes, I think, of the Cyberpunk thing. Yep. So, uh, I was kind of like D and D was my bread and butter. Cyberpunk was like the little bitty thing, so I might have screwed some things up and all that jazz. So all you Cyberpunk fans, don't don't pin me down too bad on some of the stuff. Yeah, but it's it's our game, so you yeah. Didn't screw well, I'm it definitely going to change right? a lot of the timeline around that was they originally had for this. I'm trying yeah. to use as much of the created Cyberpunk world, but cool. Yeah, but I'm you know, there's only one rule when it comes to Cyberpunk, Chris. <laughs> What's that? Hot if we're having fun, <laughs> that's true. It's all good. <laughs> all right, and well, you say hi, Kurt. Who are you playing? <laughs> hey, this is Kurt. I am playing uh, Kenji Jalas. He is the half Asian invasion known as X. He is the, invasion. He is the katana wielding dual pistol popping badass. He's the kamikaze Street of Samurai. cool. Uh, oh, I, like I like the um, half Asian invasion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I am Joe. I'm playing Lance Birdman Hawk. Uh, mercenary. Uh, well, actually, it's the Merc is the uh, the name of the class. Um, so, where do we leave off? Actually, we, we kind of just cheated and listened to where we left off last. <laughs> well, and before that, disclaimer, yeah. uh, any of you who are longtime listeners probably know that I tend to forget my character sheet more than anyone <laughs> who's ever played an RPG. Because he's a noob. Which is, I, which is one way of saying Chris, uh, Kurt forgot his character well, sheet and, today. Right, and so I had a new policy, which was to always leave my character sheet <clears throat> in the shed so that I could not forget it. And mm-hmm. it seems that I broke that policy on week three. So I have recreated my character sheet. I know it's super close, but if one or two stats are different than they were last episode, say <laughs> lovey. What would Cthulhu say about that? He would say, <laughs> Kirk, you idiot. I will devour your soul the next time you forget your character sheet. Yes. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> and for this session, I set up another thing just for fun, for us at least. You'll actually get to see um, like some dice rolls. When we make dice rolls here, you can actually see them, which is kind of neat. It makes and, it harder um, for us to fudge. Yeah, and then we have this other camera this. view that's sitting right in the middle there. So there we go. Awesome sauce. Thank you, Kurt. Um, so a hot brass shell went into the grenades. 
Yeah. Now I'm assuming this is, a, this is like a, a crate of grenades with the straw in it and everything. Oh, of right? course. Of course, yeah. yeah. Right. I think we just <laughs> we should do, do a, a quick recap of the first two episodes. And by we, I think Kurt should do it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so we are. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll interject where I need to. I was gonna say, Chris can definitely direct us. Uh, we're playing in uh, 2050, Los right. Angeles. Uh, it's a world of massive urban sprawl, kind of city everywhere you look. Um, you know, it, there's a lunar colony. Um, there is a something called a Veer Society, which is a terrorist organization. Um, Corporations run everything. Um, liquid holdings and lifelong cybernetics are particularly important that we think. Um, and our adventure basically starts when a former flame of uh, X, Sheila Eastlake, approaches him, uh, basically asking for help with a protection job. And X uh, accepts that job in exchange for... Uh, a million credits or a million dollars, um, which is it was a lot more than that. But it was like it was so yeah. much that you couldn't believe how much it was. Yeah, and um, he calls his old friend Tweety Bird, the Hawkman, for <laughs> help. Um, and the job is basically they need yeah. to get uh, a young, pregnant teenager, uh, blonde teenager named Cassidy, to Pittsburgh because um, there's been information coded into her DNA or the DNA of her unborn baby that's going to be kind of crucial to. I can't remember exactly what, but something crucial. And um, yeah, it has to deal with uh, uh, liquid holdings and life log cybernetics. Kind of. Uh, wasn't there something like the code <laughs> in the baby was going to make AI able to take over all the jobs or something like that? Well, I had information about uh, that those two companies were replacing a lot of uh, liquid holdings uh, employees with androids. Um, so basically, they were they were yeah, take, like okay. killing the people and replacing them with android. You know, you know, kind of like replicants, or you want to say, or right, you know, replace right. complete replacements, and then even like so, friends and family wouldn't even know if you right who you are. Right. Um, so there's uh, this has all the information that uh, you know has all the people's names and what experiments and everything, mm -hmm. all the information on there. Okay, that right, deals with that. So uh, Hawk and X basically end up in a kind of a motorcycle car chase to the airport. Um, they're getting tracked by. Yeah, that was crazy. The, yeah, the, the those are some really tough thugs. Yeah, they were hardcore. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I hit him with a, I think a motorcycle and a BMW, and he just kept coming. They kept coming. Yeah. Um, and we relied on X's hacker friend Yvette, who goes by oh. Y. So we've got X and Y. Uh, who helped us do some hacking at the airport. Mm -hmm. um, we ended up getting out on a private jet to Pittsburgh. Uh, and then the short version of what happened there, I think, was we didn't we stole a car or we stole a truck. Well, the, so what made the plane go down? Wasn't that like an EMP blast? Oh, yeah. Well, it's like a, probably you think it was the antimatter warhead. Anti I wrote that down, too. Yep. The antimatter warhead that was stolen. Yes. <clears throat> And we, uh, so we ended up. So it was like a small nuclear you know, device. Okay. In maybe West Virginia? Well, you know, not sure where it went off, sure. but it, like you guys were over West Virginia at the time. Right. You, you know, caught the effects of it. Fortunately, one of my contacts is a uh, survival prepper, kind of a crazy dude. I call him uh, the Nug, the New Jay. Teddy Nug. Uh, and uh, he had a place stocked with weapons, and that's where Hawk and I made our mm -hmm. way, I guess, with Cassidy. So he not only had weapons, I think he had like a 68 Camaro as well. Yeah, 67 uh, Camaro. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and we ended up in a, in a fight there with two two more of those, more of those bad guys. Yeah. And uh, the, 
there was it was awesome sniper rifles hand knives yeah uh, but it ended up with the uh hot i think as a result of a failure yeah i think that was yours yeah the uh, hot uh, brass uh ended up hitting a box full of grenades and yeah, i think that's where we ended in there um <clears throat> i don't know that there's any cybernetic implant that puts out fires but the nug's got to have a fire extinguisher around here somewhere so my first thing would be lunge for the fire extinguisher hanging by the door there has to be one that's what i'm going to say yeah chris can say otherwise of course yeah there's yeah especially you know it's like a garage setup where you know you might have fires happen yeah um because it should cool off the but then you realize well it's not, it's just hot brass and it's you know you can just pick it up and toss it out so it's nothing crazy. i don't know if i want to burn my finger yeah. I didn't get a blister. <laughs> oh, hey, one more thing. At the end of that episode, you had told me something. There was a message from yeah, my so, partner. Yeah, he says, Zenshin has a message for you, Kenji. But then, you know, the hawk blew his head off, so you're not going to get that message. Right. But Zenshin was well, my bye. Z was my, my like, right-hand man partner who I had thought was dead. So the fact that there might be a message from him is interesting. Yeah, that was actually that little note sitting over there on the table was a note that uh, yeah. Chris passed you. So that was one thing you laughed, by the way. You didn't leave a character sheet i left my know. note but not at yeah, yeah, which is basically like uh, i think it was, <clears throat> i think yvette told you that right. maybe or yeah. Sheila, or i can't remember probably yvette yeah yeah all it? right so um so are both of the guys dead is it <clears throat> yeah Right, so both of them. Yeah. I thought I only got one, but I'm gonna go with both are dead. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I think, I think either I got one. I started on one, and you popped it, and then you got the other one. There's a pool of blood forming in the snow outside. Uh, um, so we've still got to get to um, the Pittsburgh University to Doctor Alcom. 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 All calm. He has all of the communication. Yeah, he has all the information. That's who he is. He has all the um, pineapple, too. But that's, you know, hey. here or there. <laughs> all the pineapple. So we'll... Um, so we're not going to go there. No, nah, nah, forget it. Second I mean, let's not go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> no, it's a silly place. What was that doctor's name? I just want it for my notes. All calm. <clears throat> I had originally spelled it one way. I am now spelling it A-L-L-C-O-M-M, because that way I'm going to remember it better. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea how Chris made it. Uh, like, come with me. Like, I'll come with me. Ah. <clears throat> um, so, who drives? I mean, you you took the motorcycle with the girl last time. I drove the car. I, I drove the car. car. And you guys were <clears throat> putting some chains on the vehicle. Yeah, we were talking like, about chains. It's kind of like Blizzard. Yeah. Right. Okay. I see you as the as the car driver. Yeah, I'll drive. I'll drive. Um, you have to keep her safe. Is there... Uh, any kind of, well, I don't know. What do we load the car up with? If we're going to keep getting chased, we probably should put some, does he have like RPGs or anything in here? Uh, something heavier than pistols. We'll say he has some uh, RPG sevens, like a couple of them. Okay. <laughs> but now whether they, whether they work or not, like, I mean, they're from the eighties. Check how it'll work, whether it detonates <clears> on impact, okay. that's, you know, here or there, you know, you don't know. Okay. <clears throat> So we um, let's load up the car with the sorted stuff, whatever it'll hold. It give us better traction too. Yeah, right, weigh that Definitely, car down. Yeah, throw whatever some sandbags there. Um, got laying around. Make sure we have all our ammo. Now, did we say we talked about the healing kind of stuff last time? Um, and I remember, I think I like I lost one wound, but I honestly don't remember how that worked. 
We I think we said he had have some, all our ammo. He had some medical gear. And normally, yeah, it's weird on the whole. Like normally, yeah. you have to like get rest to like heal up. Okay. We wanted to kind of help you guys out a little bit, especially you because you were like halfway there. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I, right now, I, I show three wounds out of the uh, what is it? Eight. Eight. eight and then you got to start making gut checks. Huh? Yeah. Right. Right. So then when you get to nine, then you got to be stabilized, or you start bleeding out, then it can get real bad. Yeah. Right. Then you get buried. Not bad. That's not good. I don't want to do that. Um, so let's get in the car. Got the chains on the car. Let's uh, let's head out. It's probably not going to be easy to drive, regardless. No. So. Do you have any Uzis or like Mac Tens or like a couple dual wielding uh, those <laughs> just just in case? They would be old though. They wouldn't be as good as what you're using now. Okay. Like uh, like our guns. Yeah, just be for the aesthetic. Of yeah, <clears throat> I'm sure he doesn't have any other cybernetic enhancements here. No, this no. is just all old. Yeah, like yeah. what pre? I mean, he has some. He has some of the ammo for the newer stuff because he obviously he knows what's going on. But yeah. we, we grab some of the spam too. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Any kind of chili. He's got some yeah. MREs and yeah. whatnot. A couple right. cans of tomato paste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay. Spam. So are we are we rolling in the Camaro? Yep. Yeah. I mean, unless he had a, a, a more appropriate vehicle, like a Jeep or something. Well, normally, yeah, but it's not here. Yeah. That's yeah. what he had laying around. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so that's what we do. Let's take the Camaro and let's go. All right. How far are we from Pittsburgh? In uh, you're driving? probably about an hour, hour and a half out. Okay. In this weather or in good weather? Uh, in good weather. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so in this weather, but you can, I mean, you can floor it, you know. So let's say there's not a lot of there's not it's still we're gonna say it's like what five six a.m. in the morning you know yeah about six a.m. So well six a.m. Eastern time so you guys because you guys think started off like around midnight in L.A. so the time difference. Cassie's okay. probably like lying down I and mean, she's pregnant she's probably lying uh -huh. in the back seat yeah, she's, very pregnant. she's very pregnant she's very pregnant grab her a couple of army surplus blankets to oh, keep she's warm. chowing down you know MREs in the yep. back seat okay. I'm going to keep a you know general watch for anyone telling us, although where we are, I wouldn't really expect it. Of course, I wouldn't I didn't expect, expect those, those two guys. Two guys. So, yeah. um, not, not a good scenario so far as far as being uh, undetectable. So we're just going to drive towards Pittsburgh, which is, I guess, north and or east probably yeah, from where we are. Probably straight north now. Okay. Okay. Um, Do we have to make any kind of checks or anything? Yeah, if you're, depending who's driving. I'm not sure who's driving. I am. I'll be driving. What are, what are we looking at here? I'm gonna look at the moves thing yeah. again. I can't remember if you have any if you have special driving skills or any. Um, because that well, it's not a smart vehicle, so you can't really hook up to yeah. it with your cyberware. So I think it's really on. just if it's a danger. <clears throat> I think it would just be the stay frosty move. Yeah, I think, I think it would just um, basically try to, you know, even though we want to be safe, but you don't want to just you know time burning up. Yeah. Okay. Because you don't know what you're gonna run into when you actually get to Pittsburgh. So. But you know, you had about 24 hours before, you know, DNA might start degrading and they wouldn't be able to get the information out completely. Okay. <clears throat> so let's try the um, the stay frosty. So let's roll plus steady, which I have a one on. Um, let's see what we got. I'll, I'll roll ahead. You should be able to see it here. Uh, oh, that's eight. Eight on the dice. Eight. Straight eight. Right, so Straight eight. Eight, and I got one, so it's nine. Niner. All right. Uh, so, and by the way, if anyone cares, I'm looking at my computer a lot because I've got the rule book up here, and I'm also taking some notes. So okay. I'm not ignoring the game. Yes, you are. No, I promise I'm not. When there's only two of us, yeah. man, I gotta pay attention. <laughs> you do kind of have to pay attention. <laughs> um, so it's the regular seven to nine thing. Uh, I succeed, but with some form of cost. I would say right now, just uh, you're not gonna be able to get as fast as you want. Okay. So. 
it's just going to burn more time for you. But you're still able to control the vehicle well enough, and there's not uh, enough traffic that you have to worry about running into anybody. So maybe we the get time of day. a little more rushed on the other end. Yeah, there might be a lot of more uh, like trucking, like you know, big rigs roll, rolling around, but not too much uh, normal civilian traffic. That okay. reminded me, we were in a truck. I almost forgot about that yeah. with the drones and everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And then every once in a while, you'll see, uh, you know, some type of, uh, not necessarily state police anymore. It would be like uh, maybe some corporate uh, run security, security forces, forces, you know, depending where you're located. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you don't really run into any problems until you get to the state border where uh, one of the security forces kind of like, yeah, flags you down to have you, have you stop the vehicle. Yeah, or not, you know, whatever you want to do. <laughs> well, that's a good point, right? Before we stop, uh, well, my first thought is, do we know how this works normally? Is this just like a regular border check kind of thing? And um, should we able to? You could probably assume that it could have, might be something to deal with uh, the EMP and the warhead going the explosion. Up. Yeah. So things are going to be able to kind of like out of whack because of that. How okay. is your smooth stat? Um, I'm, I have a one. Plus one, everything. Plus one. Well, except for skilled, <laughs> I have a plus one on everything. <clears throat> but my first thought is, uh, I don't know. It's we can just be driving through, <clears throat> right? Nothing bad. You're in the back with your girlfriend, your pregnant girlfriend, and. We, uh, oh, I was riding shotgun with you. Just oh, she's down. not in the back. All right. She's lying down in the back. She pretty much got the whole back to herself. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And pregnant girlfriend's in the back seat. And <laughs> pregnant girlfriend. Tweety, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> <laughs> your sister? I mean, she's a pregnant teenager. Well, it's not really yeah, my type. Yeah, coming out of West Virginia, it could be your cousin. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's both of our cousins. We're not related. <laughs> <laughs> I think, we should, I think we should stop, right? Yeah, I mean, we'll lose all our West Virginia fans with that comment, bro. We might be able to get some info yeah. from them, too. Yeah. So let's do that. We'll stop. We'll stop. Try to be... Uh... And see what they say first. Yeah. It's their stop, not mine. So I'm not going to just pull up and say, nothing to see here. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So he just kind of takes a look in the car. Yeah. Know, sees the chick in the back seat. Uh, where are you guys headed? Uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, city's on lockdown because um, of the EMP. Um, oh, it went off there? Unless you have official, no, but, you know, there's, you know, heightened security. Um, no, we got a friend that lives outside of Pittsburgh. Maybe we'll stop there. All right, that's fine. Just okay. FYI. Uh, right. Plus, the road's kind of dangerous. Uh, it'll be a little better when you get closer to uh, actual civilization. Yeah. Cyber plows will be out. Well, no, I mean, like, the technology of the roads will take care of a lot of the heavy snow. So it'll just be really, really wet. I'll just put cyber in front of everything because that's uh, how it works, right? You probably have heating units under the concrete, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, just be careful. Okay, thanks, man. Yep. Nice car. Thanks. <laughs> retro. <laughs> it's very, very retro. A 68 Camaro in 2050 is pretty old. That's <laughs> 80 years <laughs> old, pretty much. It's like a and it's almost like Model T. Like pristine mm -hmm. condition. Yeah. yeah, he's got it. Oh, yeah. He's kept it up. Um, <clears throat> well, that sucks. Lockdown. <laughs> After we drive away, right? So how do we... Uh, <laughs> How does one get into a lockdown city? I'm not I don't know if I'm familiar with this. I know how to get into lockdown buildings. You'd be very, very quiet. I'm hunting Tweety. <laughs> I guess we'll go over some of the, like, I was going to have to do a little bit of news stuff, so you guys can either toss on the radio or, you know, however mm -hmm. you guys might look up news. Well, you know, that's actually a good point. Um, the car does have a radio, but do they still broadcast on AM, FM? 
Uh, probably a different frequency, but it would, yeah. like he would so have something car, would pick. He up. would have the car as much as old school as he can get it, but he would add a little bit okay. of things to like maintain. You know, so I guess that's what I would do, especially after the um, the border guard mentions the uh, Pittsburgh being on lockdown. I'd like to turn on the radio, scan through a few stations, and find some news, mm-hmm. preferably uh, Fox News if it's on. <laughs> Because <laughs> I want the real story. Right, Fair and balanced. Right. That would go against my <laughs> anti-corporate code. Yeah. I think X would have a problem. Probably conglomerate. But like, there's an X in Fox. So it's usually so for Cyberpunk, the big things are Network 54 is a big one, and then like there's a worldwide satellite communications company. You know? Okay. Um, so you could flip between each of those. Uh, so there's news obviously about uh, Glibber and Island Rock Group. All the King's Men were killed when a. Uh, an explosion that you know, took out their uh, private uh, AV um, happened someplace over mid-eastern U.S. They're not; they don't mention anything about it being antimatter on the news. They say some type of explosion happened, and uh, supposedly uh, the Vera Society is taking credit for it, saying that the uh, they caused the explosion. Yeah, and they say something. Uh, and if you guys, you guys might know a little bit of information about the Vera Society. They're they're down with any cyberware. They're more like humans should be as human as possible. Mm. <clears throat> as just a total aside, I'm I I read Altered Carbon years ago, but I'm watching that Netflix series That's right now. Awesome. And I, I'm halfway through. Man, it took me an episode or two to get into it. That thing is dope. Wait till you get like it's like stuck in the last episode. It's like one of the, the sword fight scene. Is, it's amazing. Well, I'm just thinking about kind of the, they have these kind of I guess neo Catholics who don't believe essentially that you can resleeve yourself. Yeah, yeah. So they may have a little bit in common with these folks. Uh, something about a relatively all a new all-in-one technology company called Wizard Technologies formed a partnership with Militech and Lazarus Group. Militech's kind of like a almost like a DARPA kind of company where like uh, they do a lot of stuff with the uh, military technology, things like that. But, and a lot of corporations in this day have like their own troops. They have their own security right. force, like any corporation. Right. And Lazarus group is more of a kind of like a black water kind of group where they have military contractors. No, no group who uses the word Lazarus is ever good. Well, it would have been a company that you might've worked for, like using mercenaries and stuff yeah. to do stuff across the world. And they kind of like, those you take jobs for anybody, they're more uh, they're more freedom fighter kind of guys. Like they're more for like straight up freedom, you know. Not they're not gonna they probably won't work for a uh, government that's gonna try to like do some shady shit most of the time. Who was the uh, first group before Lazarus? Oh, uh, was Militech. Militech. And they're more technology based, but they still have their own troops. But a lot of times you'll see Militech and Lazarus working together, depending on what it's going on. And the Wizard Technologies. <coughs> so who's after us? <laughs> That's another question I'd be curious about. Um, X. Who X actually after us? Because if the Veer, Veers, Veer or Veers? Veer. 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 The Veer company is all about um, humans should be as humans are. Why would they be sending cybernetic beings after us or cybernetic folk? That wouldn't make sense. It seemed like they'd be sending human people after us. Who's actually trying to kill us? Because that ain't right. I don't like being killed. And it could be Liquid Holdings. My mother killed me once. Could be Lifelong Cybernetics. Once. <laughs> could be whoever they hired. Could be, yeah. Could, I mean, yeah, but who? <clears throat> these guys are, are the ones that we've dealt with so far are pretty much cookie cutters, thugs. Um, you don't just hire those except by hiring from a group or a company or something. They're not freelancers, that's for sure. <clears throat> yeah, I'm really curious who's actually trying to stop us right now. Yeah. Well, is that something we could 
check the situation on or make a roll for you could you could try to you know call whatever contacts you have full strings all that kind of craziness to try to get some information yeah is that and like it, a, could, it could be either legit info or rumored information right. it could be all kinds of stuff i mean which like would that be a drop science like when you consult your knowledge of a specific topic or determine facts about your environment <laughs> Oh, like a, yeah, the kind of... The it's about lore, yeah. but it's drop science. Yeah, because there's always stuff that. you guys could... Because it's the thing that neither of us is trained on. It's right. skilled. Yeah. <clears throat> but it makes sense That's that we right, might yeah. try we, it. We can yeah. still roll well. Yeah. Uh, and I was also trying to think, what was the other one about... It was pulling strings, right? Hitting up a contact for info. Yeah, which yeah, I think you have move. a yeah. move or something. Yeah. yeah, well, it's just an advance. Yeah, but you had something to the move, which I don't know what extra bonuses you get with that. So I'll do mine as far as... Just a drop science. I mean, I'm gonna. It sounds like anyway that I'm looking at what's happened so far and trying to figure out who these guys might be um, involved with. Anyway, just based on the stuff I know uh, at this point. Um, so yeah, let me try that because it's plus zero for me. Right. So anything possible. Let's see. Uh, well, that's eight. What does that give you? On the that is uh, seven to nine. You give me a general impression. So you probably figure uh, either LifeLog, Cybernetics, or the Liquid Holdings Group either have their own troops after you or they hired somebody. Chances are they probably hired somebody just to kind of like move away from the connection. Okay. Uh, because you probably think that the guys that are were hired, they kind of, even though they weren't wearing uniforms, but they had the look of the usual Arasaka um, security forces. Which Arasaka is like a big, uh, like one, probably the biggest security company in the world. Arasaka? Yeah. Even though they've taken some hits over the last couple of years because Lazarus Group and Militech and other companies are uh, kind of tired of their crap. Hmm. They're based out of uh, Japan, but they have people everywhere. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> you want to try and make a contact or reach out to a contact? Pull strings, as it were? Um, yeah, I mean, we could, uh, we could, can I reach back out to Sheila who gave us the job and see if she knows about who's... You can try to, but she did say she might be yeah, she said she untouchable, dark, like unreachable yeah. for yeah. 20 to 48 hours. Like we're, so. Yeah, and I don't know that my Yvette's going to, I mean... Just send her a text I, anyway. Right. <laughs> she might answer. Yeah, I mean, just because she's on doing that. Presumably, has some kind of encrypted uh, communications. Yeah, link yeah. you know, like any net access now is kind of spotty. It still works, but like, mm -hmm. there's definitely issues on the eastern seaboard for stuff because of the. Not that everybody knows, they kind of played it off that it wasn't anything crazy. It was just you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But obviously, whoever saw it, you know, knows something. It's just nor not some normal bomb that went off in somebody's AV, you know. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know who would know anything more about what's after us other than maybe Sheila. Send a group text to all your uh, contacts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, I'm, hey, is anyone up? It's early in the morning. Anyone awake yet? Yeah. And then you had some, didn't you have like a, you had a, a vet doctor, right? Hawk did. Um, yeah, it was, I have it here somewhere. Um, Dr. Vince it's, Smith. Yeah. He is a uh, veterans clinic doctor. Yeah. Not that he, I mean. Yeah. He might know some military-related information, but not always. Yeah, and I wouldn't expect to reach out to him at this point in the morning anyway. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'd probably call him a little later in the day if I needed to. 
Yeah. So the pull strings move is hitting up your contacts. Yeah. Which, you know, I've got my prepper friend and then I've got a bartender friend. I don't mm -hmm. think either of them are going to be helpful on this. The bartenders know everything, dude. <laughs> I do think I would message Sheila and just be like, who's trying to kill us? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Should I roll to see if she responds? Or you yeah, yeah that, that would be the to see if she's available okay. kind of thing, you know. To say, or you know, to see if like uh, she gets it, and then like, is it going to take you? Well, you guys going to get the information before you know, in a, when you need it, it's going to be too late for you. That's nine plus so I rolled a nine um, plus smooth, which I think I've got a plus two. Let me double check. Plus one. Uh, that's 10. Yeah. So that's 10. That's a 10 plus. Right, on a 10 plus, the contact provides useful information related to their knowledge or assistance. By the way, on a 7 to 9, either they would make you wait a day because they have to get back to you, or they're not happy about it. You take a minus one forward with them <laughs> for the next time you pull strings, right. or they require a favor in return, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But we got a 10, so if she knows something, we should find it out. That's All right. What's, what you, what's the message that you send her? Just say it. Uh, it's Oshila. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, I think it would be short, like Hitman after us, who's trying to kill us, or something like that. Is that the only intro you want? Also, what's up with Zenshin? <laughs> well, she's not the one. She doesn't know about him, right? <clears throat> I mean, maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't. Because it was a vet that gave you the information. That's true. That's true. I mean, she uh, might know the name because you told her, like, "Hey, I used to work with these people." Blah blah blah. Right. You know, right. she might. I know the name, yeah. but I don't really. She's I thought a, he was dead. Yeah, she's, she's a, a former flame of mine, so right. she would know who right. it was. Yeah. Um, is there something else we should be asking, <laughs> Sheila? I mean, would she know about the EMP? Probably. Um, I mean, the other thing I'm thinking is, does, would your contact have any idea how to get into Pittsburgh if it's locked down? I'm just looking for any help we can right, get so before we go. That's a good ahead. question. All right, um, so who's after you? Who's after us, and uh, can you help us get into the yeah, okay. uh, Takes her maybe, well, you don't know if it takes her that long to respond, but you finally get a response within an hour. Uh, so we're probably not too far from Pittsburgh. No, you're getting close, yeah. Because no. okay. I was going to say, you're probably about, yeah, maybe an hour from state line, you know, then you're almost another hour out from the city because, you know, weather and all that jazz. Okay. Um, so she responds like, uh, I assume it's, I can't tell for sure, but I would assume it's, you know, liquid holding life lock cybernetics, you know, and they probably, from what I can see, those guys in LA, they look Arasaka to me, you know, which that's, that's what, what I was, was going to That's what <laughs> I was know, guessing already. If you're going to hire information, the, the, you know, the security force, that's what you're going to get usually. Uh, there's a guy, I think he works out of the airport in town. Anytime I'm in that town, I usually go to this guy named Izzy, uh, He's very underground. He kind of, I mean, he's kind of shady, but he, he gets the job done for stuff. I would say try to hit him up. He usually hangs around the air at uh, Pittsburgh Airport. And she'll send you a description. Okay. <clears throat> so Izzy might be able to help us get in. Yeah. <laughs> Last name Stradlin. <laughs> Pittsburgh, which is locked down. All right. But he's near the airport, which is outside of Pittsburgh proper. Yeah. Anyway, I, think yeah. I don't know of any city that actually has the airport in the city. Yeah, that's a new. There's a question for anybody who cares to answer. I want to say, wasn't there a sign? <clears throat> Can't remember. I mean, not right downtown, but Atlanta's pretty close. San Francisco's not too far, but it's got to be a little bit outside. Really. Vegas has something like that. Yeah. Actually, Logan Airport in Boston is probably about as close as any, right? 
Um, it's about two miles from downtown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a good point. That might actually actually be in the Boston city limits. Yeah, if it's not, it's real close. Yeah. Huh. Just across from Chelsea. I know the uh, listeners really care about our airport geography. They do, but, yeah. Um, be interesting. It's just fun. like um, Providence, Rhode Island airport is in Warwick, Rhode Island. It's not in Providence. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Greenville Spartanburg Airport is in Greer. Yeah. Warwick's it's not in there. either of the two cities named on it. The Nilo Hotel <laughs> in Warwick. Yeah. Great time there. Great time. Always have fun. So anyway, we're at the Nilo Hotel <laughs> and having great fun, good times. Outside, Are you guys so, at the airport? Yeah, I think. I mean, we don't have any other. Idea. We have no contacts, no, no. leads other than him. So we no. gotta head there, right? Got to go find Izzy. Yeah. And you got a description of him. Know who who to look for. Yep. Um, is there? Does he work at the airport? Is that what it said? Uh, he will usually work out of the airport. He's not war. He's not an airport employee. He's just kind of okay. like. Uh, yeah, he's like the the meet and greet, you know, kind of guy. What, yeah. do you, what do you need me for, kind of? Yeah, kind of like. Okay. A, so that'd be up to you concierge. to re- be up to you to reach out to him. Yeah, the unofficial yeah. concierge. There you go. Yeah. Although he does hang out in a lot of the VIP sections of the airport. You know. He's got he's, he's the guy that's got all the connections. Gotcha. <laughs> know whether he's trustworthy or not. Just, yeah. So we, and we know where the, the, he, he would be like the fixer of the yeah you know, the fixer to get to the. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna have to reach out to him somehow. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know who. I mean, so we're we gonna go just find him personally, or do we have a electronic contact to reach out? Uh, can we get him paged at the airport? <laughs> <laughs> Is he report the baggage? You could probably try to get to like, uh, one of the uh, like the VIP lounge to try to like. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Do they let dudes with katanas on their back into the VIP lounge uh, in 2050? Yeah, it's not uh, abnormal to see people with weapons on them in this day and age. Because the the way the, the TSA is no longer the government is not the same anymore. You know, like the the world is not the same place. You know, yeah. there's a lot of nomad factions in the United States. The United States, the states aren't set up completely the same anymore. The government's not set up the same anymore. So it's like Central America now. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. All right, so we. I mean, will, there's still a U.S. government, but they don't have a hold of what they used to have hold of. It's kind of a mess. Right. <laughs> So we will head to the uh, J.P. Morgan Chase VIP Lounge <laughs> because I assume that they still control half the world. Um, and uh, which they're probably part of the liquid holding company. Yeah, it's J.P. Yeah. and Cyber Morgan. Yeah, yeah. There, there you go. <laughs> um, and I guess we'll uh, saddle up to the bar. What are we doing with the girl? She can't drink. She's pregnant. She probably can't even be in the bar. Yeah. And I don't want to drag her around the airport with all the facial recognition here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was almost thinking that I could, I should probably wait at the car and you go in. I'll go in. And I'll keep an eye on her. Yeah. Yeah. I think we want as little exposure to the uh, the net as possible. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I would, uh, I guess I'd roll up to the bar in the VIP lounge and just tell the bartender that, hey, uh, I'm here to see Izzy. He's expecting right. me. When you get to the airport, you can see there's a lot of... Uh, They've lowered the power, uh, so there's a lot of emergency power things running on. So mm-hmm. the lighting might be dimmer. Certain areas don't have any power. The VIP lounge is still full blast, though. Oh, cool. Um, they want to make sure that anything that has to do with any flights is full power, or anything else is like shifted. The instrument shunted down. Okay. Minimal, because they're still having some issues trying to keep things online completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just go to the bartender and ask if somebody named Izzy here? No, I just tell him, uh, hey, I'm here to see Izzy. He's expecting me. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I don't know if I've seen them. It's kind of early. 
for him to be in here. Uh, I could try to see if I can, you know, give him a call if you want. You know, yeah, yeah. How much it's worth. I, I was gonna say. I was just gonna say. Yeah, I'll, I'll make it worth your time if you uh, get him for me. Uh, how much? How much time? <laughs> Tip you on the second drink. I've got expenses covered, right? So that's what you said. Yeah, she gave you a bread stick, and it's yeah, that's a good well point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Give him the stick and say, "Go to town." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is an underground concierge, so I can't. I don't think a twenty is going to do it. Why don't I uh, offer him the equivalent of uh, like a hundred bucks today? Is that good? To the bartender? Not enough. <laughs> Too much? <laughs> Come on, man. Please. This is the VIP lounge. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I mean, uh, we're what not going to get. What does a drink cost in the VIP? Yeah, lounge? I don't even know what we're talking about in uh. terms of uh, <laughs> money these days. I mean, a thousand bucks. All right. All right. It's not out of my pocket. I should still I charge you a full for drinks, though. You better tip good. <laughs> you better. Oh, of course, tip of course. Good. I'll take care of you. So tips are usually twelve hundred. <laughs> he makes his call and uh. He'll be here in about an hour. Okay. So we need to remember the tipping rates are a lot higher than a VIP player lounge. would have remembered, yeah. would have thought. Uh, he'll be here? All right. Yeah. So uh, Hawk, you're in the car. Yep. The girl seems like she's fidgeting, being really uncomfortable. She's like, ah, I don't really feel good. Don't, don't, don't give birth uh, now. That's <laughs> gross. Give up her belly and make her feel better. So what's wrong? What doesn't feel right? Well, I got this parasite in me. Yeah. Stuck in my soul. Okay. And yeah, what, what's wrong? Uh, you know. <laughs> is it, you got a tummy ache? Uh, you got, what you is got it? Got any painkillers or something? Uh, yeah. Whatever first aid kit is in the preppers thing with a you know, 30 year old aspirin or something. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that was the All right. That's a good placebo, if nothing yeah. else. Placenta, placebo. Here, here, have some placebo. It's a great new drug. So, uh, yeah, any kind of aspirin or something that right. might be in a, I, I would assume an old first aid kit, maybe current. I mean, you probably have not good for pregnant women. <laughs> I want to pick the one that says good for pregnant women and hand it to her. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm guessing the Nug didn't have any prenatal vitamins yeah, handy. Yeah, probably not, no. But that's likely. I yeah. wasn't thinking that far ahead. Uh, but any kind of painkiller that would seem to be appropriate. Okay. Yeah, like, I don't know, punching the jaw or something. Yeah. <laughs> you knock her out if you want to. Flask of bourbon. <laughs> yeah. you got to bring one back with you. It costs you about five grand. <laughs> All right, about an hour later, you see this uh, real skinny, well-dressed, but, like, cheesy well-dressed, you know? Oh, is uh, that the description he was like giving? Like, Latino guy shows up. What are you saying about Latinos, man? Nothing. <laughs> they're wearing like a shark skin suit. Uh, yeah, yeah. He yeah, said they're like well a real, thin, real thin mustache. Yeah. <laughs> This is Izzy? Yeah. Uh, all right, so... Um, I hear you looking for me, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, hey, uh, Sheila Eastlake told me that you might be able to help me uh, get a couple of friends into Pittsburgh. I understand things are on lockdown, and we really got to get in there fast. Like, how fast are you talking, man? All right. Yesterday. <laughs> you know, uh... The government kind of like, kind of shut it down, you know. It's going to cost some big monies, you know. What I'm talking about, you know. I got, you got to do what you got to do. I've got to get in there today. Where do you have to go exactly? You said yesterday. Uh, I've got to get to the, uh, the to the hospital. 
Which hospital? I'm going to get a Pittsburgh University. Pittsburgh University Hospital. Oh, well, university. Uh, well, yeah. you know. That I, should be a little easier. There's a heavy that. presence down there these days, you know, Pittsburgh, downtown. You know, what the... I'm sure there is, but I'm sure it's nothing a gentleman like you can't handle. Well, <laughs> I mean, I could get you into the city, but about getting you into uh, the university—that's that's another that's another job. But I, I think I might have somebody I could probably get you into. But uh, uh, I'll have to escort you in. You know what I'm saying? Or you take us uh, you take us as far as you can get us. I'll, we'll take care of you. All right. Okay. How much money are we talking? I'll do anything less than a hundred, hundred grand. Especially this, you know, all the monies. Right. Give him all the monies. Yeah. We might need more. I can't have unlimited funds, right? You don't. Uh-huh. So, can but I make a charisma roll to try to talk him down to 75? You can try to, yeah. You can try to make, make a smooth negotiation. I'm going to try to make a smooth roll to keep him down to 75, even though I'm not sure it's come, any of it comes out of my pocket. But here we go, just for fun. Eight plus one, nine. So, uh, he's like, hey, Liz, that's a lot of money. Can we do this for 75 Especially if you can't get me to the hospital. I'll give you 100 if you get me to the hospital or 75 to get into the city. All right, I'll take 75 to get in the city. After that, you got to make your own deal with, uh, yeah, to get into the university. All right. If you I, got know, any... I know some underground roads, you know what I'm talking about. I was going to say, I'll pay you another 10 for a good contact that can get us to the hospital. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Just you? What's going on here? No, there's three of us. Okay. Three of us that got to get. I've got my partner, and then we've got a young lady we need to get in the hospital. Okay. No. Seems reasonable. All right. Time. I can't tell what we're on time. I can tell. Okay. 37 minutes. Yeah, I was okay. going to say I could kind of see it. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a little counter. Oh, I see it now. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. A little mini counter. It affects my mental it my does. state. A lot of things do that. <laughs> That's true. All, All right. for the better. So, uh... All right, so we've got. So, uh, what, what do we need to do? Where, what's the next step? Uh, he'll, I'll, I'll get you some passes to get in for official business, and then I'll tell you where to meet me in town. Okay. For the rest of it, so uh, give me about a couple hours. Okay. Cool. We're getting fake IDs. <laughs> yeah, kind of get like diplomatic passes, almost right. kind of get in. Uh, don't pay no attention on this kind of thing. So he says uh, he's got a couple hours. So Kendi just uh, looks up to the bartender and says. Uh, Sapphire martini, not too dry. <laughs> Just sit there and have a, have a drink on his expense account. Nice. Uh, got to find a little table in the corner and chill for a little bit. But then obviously I'll go back and relay to, to Birdman, mm-hmm. the Hawk, what uh, what we got going on. It's Birdman. And you notice uh, Cassidy's like looking pretty uncomfortable back. She's like, what? I'm gonna, well, are, we, are we going right now? Are we going? Are we going? Are we going right now? <laughs> going, in, going as fast as we can. Oh, we, got, we got the passes coming in. We'll be there today. Okay. <laughs> Things ready to pop. Hold it. I ain't not. I don't have much control over this. <laughs> uh, Excuse me. I don't know if you guys know how this works. Sorry. Need <laughs> <laughs> a little uh, a little refreshment here. It's <laughs> probably a good idea. Mountain Dew to keep it moving. Refreshing. Do the do. Not sponsored. Not at but all. Mountain so Dew. Hold on, you guys want to? That's cool. Yeah. 
choice of gamers everywhere. Yeah. Um, I don't like Mountain Dew. I guess I maybe should have paid a premium if I didn't realize Cassidy was in so much trouble out here. A little premium for the time, but oh well. I think she's just whining. Oh. <laughs> I can hear that. <laughs> she can't hear me. My lips didn't move. So, Cassidy, what's your story? Anyways, how did you uh, how did you get involved in all this? What are you talking about? Oh, I mean, good she know? I mean, you guys know how that works, right? <laughs> the man puts his penis in the... <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I thought it involved a stork. <laughs> well, yeah. It's the male stork. Um, puts his beak. <laughs> beak. So I'm trying to get a sense. Does she know... That's what Birdman's all about. Does she know what she is or what she's carrying and why she's on a plane from L.A. to Pittsburgh? Uh, she knows, you know, the importance of the baby, you know. But other than that, she doesn't know. Hmm. Or at least that's what you get from her. <clears throat> Does she seem like she's telling the truth? Yeah, she, seems like she's yeah. she seems like a timid teenager. So uh, tell us about the dad. Is he cool? Is he I hot? thought he was cool. Is he rich? Is he rich like me? <laughs> Maybe someday. I mean, do we know any? Are we going to find out anything about her, or is she just a body that we're transporting? Well, right now she is. Uh, we gotta wait for the alien to pop up. Oh God! What happened? <laughs> All right. Yeah. As he comes back with the required uh, passes to get you into the town, you can only go over uh, Liberty Tunnel. You gotta go through Liberty Tunnel. I don't have guys anywhere else to kind of let you through. Okay. Um, and then I will meet you outside of the uh, Wonderland Club. Wonderland Club. So, yeah. I'll leave it to Kurt to take the notes. Still in the Oakland area. Yeah. Wonderland Club. Uh, Oakland? Yeah. California? Oakland, Pittsburgh area. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's in the city. Okay. You guys never been here before? Uh, Kenji has never been to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This will be a first time. You know, I see Hawk may have, but uh, I don't have the internal map. Joe doesn't have a map yeah. of it, so that ain't going to hail. All right. Must use Liberty Tunnel. <laughs> Um, all right, what are we going to get for checkpoints? So are we just going to be good with these passes? You'll get a checkpoint. You'll give them the pass, and then I have some people there to kind of, if there's any trouble, to kind of. All right. Okay. Of course, the issue, as, as they say. So um, the passes that we're getting, are they um, corporate, government, diplomatic? I mean, what kind of pass? It's a government pass to get you okay. through. So uh, we don't have to look really, a certain way? No, to, no. It just okay. allows... Your vehicle to get into town. Okay, cool. They'll still check the vehicle, make sure mm -hmm. there's nothing shady with it. Oh, like RPGs. <laughs> <laughs> that's a legitimate point. Yeah, that's where my contact comes into play to kind of help you. But they'll check to make ah. sure the vehicle is not, you know, doesn't have a bomb on it or something. Okay. We didn't take any bombs, do we? <laughs> All right, so meet our next contact at the Wonderland Club in the Oakland section of the city. Well, I'll meet you at the club. I got to kind of, you know. Okay, awesome. Intro you guys in. And after that, it's out of my hands, though. It's, uh, you know, I hope I can get the extra money to help you out, but, you know, I'll do what I can do. Okay. You know, Sheila. You know. So I'll tap my credit stick to his, like, Apple yeah. Pay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sends over swipe. They also take your temperature. Yeah. He says, like, assuming this works out, you know, we appreciate this. We'll put in a good word with you, Sheila. No, uh, I, pre I appreciate it. Yeah, man. All right. Um, yeah. 
Well, let's get rolling before, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Uh, let's do it before, before we have a baby, baby. Yeah. yeah, right. Uh, so what is it? Probably like late morning now, I think. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. You said it was like five or something. We, had to wait a we, we spent at least a few hours now. Yeah, kind of waiting around and then, yeah. Okay. I mean, I did have a martini, so it's got to be at least late morning. <laughs> trying to have to do this before 10 a.m. Getting close to noon. All right. Uh, no, she's getting to the tunnel. Uh, you guys get there. They will say, you know, stop the vehicle. Uh, it's definitely a slow process because of what's been going on. And there are some uh, government officials in town, so it's even worse with the security. Like, if you try to fly over into the city, they'll they'll shoot you down. Yeah. Like, you know, it's pretty right. hardcore. Wow. <clears throat> Um, we'll play cool. Yeah. Just let them check things out, and off we go. Uh, the one guy takes your pass and kind of like, ah, oh, I gotcha. He's like, I still need to see what's in the trunk regardless. Make sure you can't have certain things coming to the city no matter what. All right. <laughs> but you kind of figured this probably kind of gives you the wink. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, okay, right. if there's a problem, let us know. All right. There's an extra Kit Kat back there for you. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of he comes over. He's like, you mind if I take one of those? Uh, uh, sevens you got back there? Not, I just want to collect, get through I collect stuff. As long yeah. as we get through it. Oh, yeah. Right. He takes one of the RPG-7s and kind of like yeah. puts it off to the side. <laughs> Needle taps. They're good. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> sun is starting to hit us a little bit in the windshield. So yeah. I There's just... not much sun, really. It's you know, uh, it's still snowing pretty good. Oh, uh, it's still snowing? Yeah. Although the roads don't seem bad when you're closer to the city. That you see that it's just wet. Oh, as soon as it's light out, though, you want to reduce uh, the snow glare. Well, I was going to say, yeah. Kenji's got to yeah, put on his yeah. sweet, like, uh, neo-style uh, sunglasses yeah, yeah. regardless. So. Yeah, so it's kind of like an overall, like, gray, like, yeah. Okay, it's, so it's, it's still kind of dark, but not too bad. Uh, so when you come over the bridge, you know, you can see the city skyline and obviously it's going to be more futuristic looking than the one normally looked right now. Darker. Um, definitely. So you go over the river and all that, you can see a bunch of 80s flying around. Uh, some of them look like they're military. It could be Militech or Lazarus AVs. You see markings. So it seems like it's uh, a lot more crowded than usual hmm. uh, because of what's going on. Probably drones up around in the air and yep. stuff like that. Usual stuff. Uh, and then you actually have to drive by, like close to the University of Pittsburgh, to go to the Wonderland Club. Uh, so you definitely notice that there is there's a heavy presence of Militech and Lazarus uh, in the area, yeah. um, which not completely abnormal. Just maybe a heavy presence of it uh, is a little bit abnormal, and that they're just driving around. Or you see them more in the streets, like hanging around and stuff. So they're normally there, just not as visible, is it? Well, yeah, you might only notice one, and now there might be like half a dozen vehicles yeah. that you notice. Yeah, it's kind of like certain times you might see more cop cars on the on the road, you know, like yeah, yeah, well, yeah it's a little kind of like that, you know, that kind of thing. <clears throat> uh, you guys get to the uh, Wonderland Club, um, and when you get outside of that, even though it's uh, daytime you can still see a lot everything's like super lit up uh there's like holograms that cross over the street like you know these uh naked women dancing all that kind of stuff you know the usual like uh mm -hmm. futuristic uh everything's <laughs> like a vegas on steroids kind of thing you know what i mean awesome uh so you know about the wonderland club's kind of like a like multi-leveled club that has like a, would have like a concert kind of venue and then maybe like a sex club and then uh, maybe like a more of a VIP lounge, more upscale kind of thing. <clears throat> but it's all run by the same person. <clears throat> so uh, you see Izzy outside just kind of like hanging around, twiddling his phones, looking at looking at his phone, making deals. 
So you haven't met him yet, right? No, but it might be good not to introduce new people yeah. to the contact. Yeah. Don't make them nervous. Exactly. So I think I, would, I mean uh, I can pull up in the car and uh, well he knows there's more than you know one right. of you obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you can let me out of the. I mean, you can pull yeah. up, let me out, and I'll just go over. And well, I can just stay there for as long as they yeah. let me until they tell me I need to move the car. And you would need to move the car. You're not. You can't leave it sitting here. Okay. I'll drive around to block. Also, I don't know if we should bring the pre pregnant lady into the sex club. So I think she got your call. <laughs> she won't answer uh, it. Something about right. boys or something. But well, he'll at least drop me off, and I'll roll up and say, "Hey, no problem." He's going to keep circling. Kind yeah, of I'll circle. keep moving. Keep it running. Uh, Got to keep it no warm. Problems. It's snowing and stuff outside. She needs to be kept warm. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just kind of going to pass you off to uh, Queen of Hearts in here. Uh, she's you know usually pretty good about stuff. She's uh. I wouldn't say she's too pricey, but a little bit pricey, you know. <laughs> uh, there are other. She, I know she has ways to get into the University of Pittsburgh. That's kind of like underground rap, but <laughs> that's always more interesting, you know, underground. Underground. Uh, 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 so you guys would have to talk to her, but I can definitely get you an introduction. Um, All right. Should I get my partners? Uh, yeah, I would say because if you guys make the deal, she's probably gonna want you to. Yeah. Get going and get the money and get you guys out of her hair, kind of thing. All right. <laughs> Yeah, probably I just do my little Google yeah. Glass text message to you and say, uh, <clears throat> meet me inside. All right. You ready for a walk, girl? As long as I can get this thing over with. I right. guess we're one step closer. <laughs> yeah. One step closer to the edge. I'm about to break. Uh, uh, let's give a, <laughs> let's find a parking spot and head in. Okay. Uh, you see all kinds of people coming in and out of this club, like on the bottom floor, right? Because it's uh, three separate clubs. But now the concert money probably wouldn't have anything going on, but the sex club would be going 24-7, so with like the VIP kind of like upscale kind of place. So you see people very well dressed, like high society people coming in and out. And you see people, the usual like, could be any kind of like S&M bondage looking people, to people like almost completely naked, you know, with just maybe paint on, walking in, even in this kind of weather, you know. Now, a lot of some people are very cybered up. Some people are like kind of half and half. Maybe like you guys, where it's not as noticeable cyberware. Maybe just like eyes and kind of mm -hmm. things like that. It might be internal cyberware, things like that. Um, but it's very almost. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of like a mixed mash of uh, all kinds of society types in here because mm -hmm. of how the club set up. So X is looking pretty smooth with his uh, line coat, his katana and everything, his sunglasses. And then meanwhile, uh, Birdman here rolls in with his <laughs> pregnant chick pregnant who's just harping on him. She's wearing a heavy leather jacket <laughs> and probably dragging her along with a, like a wool blanket right. around her. I don't know how you view your, your character in your, in your uh, mind, but he's kind of Mickey Rourke to me. <laughs> For which movie, though? Not too late. Like, uh, I'm actually, like, you're thinking Kurt Russell, right? I'm, like not, I'm, not, I'm actually thinking more like Nick Nolte from Ford. Uh, okay. Ford yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you kind of had like a Snake Plissken thing about it. Uh, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah. uh, but, so, so what do you, now, Randy, usually your uh, sniper rifle's in a case, right? Yeah. Are you taking that? Are you tossing it, leaving the car? I mean, how, the uh, if the case is small enough that I could wear it like a backpack, I would bring it with me. Okay. Yeah, we'll leave the RPGs in the car. <laughs> One RPG now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to leave it in the car. All right, so the, remote the way this is set up when you come into like the entry point, there's like a very small elevator um, that will only go from uh, to the two clubs. It doesn't go to the very top club. 
and then there's a very steep set of stairs uh but it does it is wide enough where you can probably get maybe three or four people going up the stairs at a time it's very steep then it goes all the way up you know, okay. to the each club uh there are uh guards at the doors though at the elevator doors mm-hmm. so they'll only let certain people you can see is he talking to those guys now trying to like yeah, hey, man. You can, can kind of like hear. Hey, yeah, we don't need to give him birth on the stairs. Yeah, we need to talk to the queen. Blah 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 blah. So he comes back over and he's like, "All right, I can, uh, I can let one of you up with the girl through the elevator. The other guy's gonna have thick stairs. Sorry, man. It's kind of cramped. And you can see, but you know, every once in a while the door open, it's fair. It's like maybe three or four people max in there. It's very tight quarters. And yeah, you know, I'll take the stairs. The space. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I'll uh, I'll go up with Cassie. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm just keeping it with us. Been your contact. Let's keep you with the person. Yeah. Okay. So I'm on kind of heightened alert now because I've got to watch out for her. So and I, and I don't like the close cont- close and, space. So I'm going to be ready yeah. ready to go and just in case. And I just want how many flights does it does it need to go up? You will go up three flights. All right. So I'm going to try and get up them as fast as the elevator would, so I can be there when the elevator opens up. Gotcha. Um. When you get into pre in the elevator, they're gonna be like, Yeah, you can't bring that katana in here, man. Like we'll hold it the guy down here. And they wanna just check. They're gonna check for everything or just the uh-huh. katana? Because I might dual Yeah, they can't or... but the, yeah, the pistols are not worried about as much. Can I um, can it go up the stairs? Yeah. I can no, take they it. just don't wanna Okay. Uh, how's your case set up? Is it something if they uh, looked at, they would know? The, the... I wouldn't expect it. Okay. I mean, uh, it's I, what I'm thinking of is something like a ukulele-looking case kind of thing. Okay. Not necessarily that it looks like a, an instrument case, but just gotcha. plain. Okay. <laughs> like I don't know, triple-link lunchbox. Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, if I have to leave it, I have to leave it, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not optional. So, so you can get it when you come back out. Yeah. So I just leave it with those guys. Yeah. Alright. Uh, and then take the ride up. Uh, is there any kind of, you want to try to make it so you're timing it? So I just want to see. I want to make sure you. I'm there when the door opens. I just want to see because these are like very steep stairs. That's sure. Um, I guess it would just be the same regular uh, Defy yeah. Danger. Uh, yeah, crap, I never remember There's the name of it. people on there too, right? Yeah, yeah people now. coming up and down. Uh, so he's got to kind of push people out of the way or dodge around people. Yeah. Everybody's just taking their time. It's it something. is stay frosty. That's what it is. Stay frosty. Stay frosty. So I add steady, and um, let's see, let's see how that works out. Ooh, um, six, I guess seven. That's seven. Plus steady one. is one. So that's a seven. Uh-huh. I might make it there. Yeah, so breath he's, he's going to be right? He's like. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't say frosty. You stayed kind of like a little warm. Lukewarm. <laughs> Remain lukewarm is the move I did. Right. Uh, in the elevator, it's completely quiet, except for if you guys are talking or anything. Um, when you get closer to the level where you need to get off, you can kind of hear like the low thump of music. You know, okay. Music. But like in, in, in the elevators, you don't hear anything. Yeah. Except for uh, you know, crappy elevator music. Yeah, right. Yeah, and if anybody wants to know, I would say uh, if you want to listen to music while you're listening to this podcast, put on uh, the album Bad Blood by The Encounter. Perfect for this kind of stuff. Oh. I'm thinking kind of higher class with a S&M sex club would probably have like Enigma rolling or something. No, no, no. Seems <laughs> 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 to be very popular. Yeah. Not, not that I would. Know. <laughs> we could find some, you know, royalty-free music. I'd play it in the background right. while we uh, play the game. So you get up the elevator door, opens, and you see uh, 
like a floor full of people dancing. Some of them might look like they're having sex because it's like strobes and all kinds of lights. There's the holograms going like craziness. It uh, looks like there's people at like an orgy on the stage. Um, uh, so it kind of smells like sweat and sex in here. Plus what other nice. kinds of uh, odors of, you know, like just try to mix in to make it smell nice, you know, which is probably vanilla. some combination of vanilla, strawberry, and coconut, <laughs> right? Yeah. Maybe yeah. pineapple too. I don't know. <laughs> oh, hot pineapple scent. Uh, it's almost, so it's almost like, uh, it's like you know, Joe. I, uh, I hate to do this, but I went to cookout yesterday. I had a banana pineapple shake. Now that was that's not cool. hot pineapple. Sounds cool. okay, that's right? Fine, yeah, it was delicious. Cold pineapple is an awesome <laughs> fruit. It's delicious. I love it. Hot pineapple sucks. All right, sorry. I hate to break the mood there. But. They're right. Uh, and then, <sighs> so it's very sensory overload unless you got I don't know what kind of cyberware you guys have in your eyes it's almost like too much for your eyes to start processing I have the thermographic low light which helps um, in assessing a situation okay huh. so you might be able to kind of cut some yeah. of that. I don't know what you took for your if you took anything at all I can't remember I have some enhanced hearing yeah, um, I didn't know if you took I, anything for cyber eyes or not. I don't think I did so it's almost like hard to concentrate or make things out in here like you have to like really concentrate to like pinpoint um, I have data jack. Let me just check what that is quick. That's just to hook up mm -hmm. to other things. Okay. Like, to, like a computer system, things like that. Okay. Or maybe a smart, like, uh, weapons or pickles. Okay. Um, so your low light's not completely helping filter everything out. It would, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it helps out a little bit in certain spots, but not completely. So it's a little bit like, oof, when you finally get up there and you, like, catch your breath. Um, you don't see him. Well, you can't really see where he is. You know, he's uh, the stairs on the other side of the... Uh, the opposite side mm. of the room from where uh, the elevator doors are. Uh, one of the guards will say, wait here. And then Izzy just kind of like, Izzy kind of follows that guy to go. Okay. <clears throat> um, Chris is very squeaky. I wasn't squeaky earlier either. Uh, I tried to make sure I like, wasn't squeaking. Now yeah. it's like getting all squeaky. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, you guys hear in your voices though, are not in your voice, in your head. So kind of like in your like one of your, whatever communication device you have hooked mm -hmm. up, okay. uh, you hear time is running out. Uh-oh. You guys both hear that in your head. <laughs> what was that? So we hear that like through our electronic? Like, yeah. Through hmm. the communication we've been using. Yeah. Our, is it typically private and like we just got hacked kind of thing? <clears throat> yeah, you would normally it would be, you guys can set it up where you can just uh, go from you to you without mm -hmm. any like man in the middle attacks or whatever you want to call it you know so it seems like it's kind of weird that somebody's kind of like and the, the thing is you both are at the same time but right. does it realize, sound like Sheila or no it sounds like a male voice time's running out hmm. yeah. who is that I'm gonna say that who is this you don't hear anything I mean do you even like so you don't see him yet you don't see yeah, each other right, right. You, just know, gonna... you know where you probably are located when you guys get mm -hmm. to that level but I know it's not his voice right yeah, yeah, it's definitely a voice you have not heard. So you would hear me say, "Who is this? Who is this?" Hey, and the place is loud enough that I'm probably not drawing any attention by just saying, "Who is this?" Yeah, and then uh, you got a bunch of people kind of like coming over, trying to dance up on you, both of you, even like the pregnant girl, and she's just like, "Oh, Cassie's getting annoyed. Like, oh, stay away." You. Um, Don't worry, you can't get. Some of them have like the cybernetic tongue coming out, look like a snake. Nice. Yeah. You know? Some of them even comes from out underneath a dress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They kind of wrap around. Yeah. Some of them have, some have uh, you know, just they're just paint body, some type of like weird body paints. They're not even like wearing clothes, you know. Yeah. 
Awesome. It's very loud in here. Very loud. So who are we meeting? Uh, well, we're hoping to meet the Queen of Hearts. Yeah. Right. But is he is is he going to get her? Yeah, he's going to go. Kind of. Is he? Is he going to do it? Is he? is he going to work it out? Time is running out, so I hear that as well. And I'm, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm thinking to get her to the hospital or for something else. Like, well, I'm going to move over to to be with them. Okay. I'll, I'll dance up on whoever I need to to get to kind of like right? work your way. In. Exactly. All right. I'll get up on the front, move around to the back, and then keep walking kind of thing. Right. You know? uh, so you notice I knew you're working your way over and you're checking like the the perimeter, and there's a lot of like pr- like kind of like private booths that you probably would have to uh, pay more money or be a member to like always sit in those booths you see a guy sitting in one of the booths that kind of looks like uh you ever see the movie strange days with ray fines and uh, angela bassett's kind of mm-hmm. very cyberpunk film so you know what ray fines looks like mm-hmm. so no, uh, he's the guy that played voldemort mm-hmm. he kind of played the douchebag oh, right. and uh, he's okay. been uh he's been a lot of stuff yeah. but, he, but he's kind of like you know like five o'clock shadow like hair down to here just like kind of like scraggly looking hair but he's look dresses really nice and yeah. you, you kind of see him sitting over the table just kind of looking at you and he's got like a drink and then like the stir on the drink is just moving by itself <laughs> cool. i want one of those yeah and he kind of just puts some sunglasses on and like smiles <laughs> and then that's it that's where you want to end it well no I mean, okay you, you make, you, you make <laughs> your way over to him but you just okay. you notice that you kind of thought that was odd okay uh, but then you make your way over to yeah x-man so i'm going to leap right to a conclusion and say i think i know who was just talking you heard the voice too right i did okay um there's a guy sitting over at a private table over here and he's way too conspicuous i'm guessing that's where the voice came from we should probably check that out after we meet with the queen and then you guys hear like a a change in the music and the stage kind of like even though there's an orgy going on it kind of like separates a little bit out you know people kind of move out of the way a little bit and people are looking at the stage like chanting and putting their hands up and then you see like out of the top part of the stage like the door opens you see these this like probably the most beautiful woman you've ever seen coming out and it looks like can't tell if she's wearing clothes or not because it looks like the colors on her body keep shifting and changing all the time like she's got this like tattoo of uh this dragon and hearts on it like moving all around her body just not except her face it's moving all around her and she got these two huge dudes that they're you could probably tell they're super cybered up but they still look human but just barely like they're not full borg dudes like full conversions but they look like beefy and they kind of look like tweedledum tweedledee kind of outfits but just you know coming down right behind her i think we found her <laughs> i think that's and our lady he, and you kind of see uh izzy trailing behind it looks like he kind of like uh, looks a little upset. Not too, I mean, he doesn't look roughed up or anything. He just kind of looks like, you know, keeping his head down kind of thing. <laughs> and she, they kind of come right down into the crowd and, like, we're making our way over to you guys. <laughs> well, at least we're not obvious or anything. Call it that too. Right. Not too obvious. Yeah. Right. Uh, I guess and I she kind of, like, dances her way through everybody, mm-hmm. like, you know, on the crowd. And she... Well, the Tweedledee and Tweedledum kind of guys will, like, let certain people get touched her and other people is like... They just backhand, and you see people just get mailed. And it looks like they don't even mind. Like, they're kind of like, whatever. Yeah. All um, part of the show. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <clears throat> I think I would kind of uh, just walk forward <laughs> towards her and then just kind of step up and kind of just open my hands, you know, showing them here. And then, Jazz hands. And then give her. And then, my and pants. And then maybe <laughs> give her like a little quarter bow, maybe. Oh, I don't okay. know, I don't know cool. why. It just feels right. It's a queen. She, and, kind of, uh, she holds out her hand, man. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so kind of like kiss it. Which he will he will do. Uh, okay. So ritual kind of ritualistically, <laughs> not romantically. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, she it's still very loud in here, but she just holds up. She kind of tells all of you to come in a little closer, uh, and she just like this like this little device comes on and like kind of lights up like a bluish and uh, reddish light. Kind of like uh, goes back and forth the blue and red, and uh, it's almost like it filters out all the loud sound. Like it almost goes down to like a low, kind of like when you were going up the steps. That's yeah. what it's on. But it, but if you back up a little bit, it'll get real loud again. So it's awesome. very very close. Awesome. Like noise cancellation almost. Yeah. And she'll she'll ask. Uh, heard you guys need some help getting into uh, the university. Mm-hmm. We do, and uh, time is of the essence. Yeah. Uh, how much is uh, how much is that going to cost? How much? Mm-hmm. How much is that going to cost? Mm-hmm. How much is that going to take? How much you got? And she's kind of eyeing the girl, like looking at her. Right. Uh, she, I see, she's been spoiled. Uh, she's not for sale anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, everything's for sale in this time. So uh, most everything. Yeah, I would figure if it took us uh, seventy-five to get in here, it's going to take more than that to get into the hospital from here. So right. I would, I would offer a hundred to get to the hospital. If we, uh, <laughs> I'd offer a hundred to get us there, like in the next hour. See what she says. I mean, I have no idea. Like, mm. or maybe I do. Maybe Kenji would know exactly what the rates are. In which case, you'd have to tell me. Well, you got to figure. You might know what the rate, the going rate is, but how important is this to happen in the amount of time you want it to happen? And the thing I'm trying to think of is if I can't remember. I thought you said we are we getting a million for the job. You're getting. She said ten million. Oh, ten. She was giving you five into your account as soon as it happened. Another five. Oh. When it, Okay. I in that case, so she gave you cred sticks with a hundred grand on a hundred thousand each on them. Okay. She gave you two when we were in. Okay. You burned seventy five already for right. Day, and maybe a couple more for certain. Right, right, right. So you probably have twenty grand left on it. He's got still full hundred. Yeah. But you could still transfer money out of your own account. Gotcha. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was all right. So we have ten. We're getting paid ten times what I thought we were getting. So expenses can be higher. Um. So half a million. Yeah. You guys are feeling really good right now, by the way. You guys feel like abnormally, like really euphoric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Half a million plus an evening with her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, 500? It's a lot. It's a lot of money, right? Ooh, just, to, right? just to move us a couple blocks. I don't know. 500? When she's kind of like rubbing on your chest and, you know. <laughs> Maybe a million? <laughs> now you're talking. Now you're talking. She kind of like turns around and like, you know. I don't feel like I had control over that decision. She turns around and kind of just, uh, you know, does this and starts sashaying back to where she was going to go. Kind of gives you the follow along. So we get to follow her. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, so you guys kind of go back away, like onto the stage through like the orgy up the steps. And she's, you know, nice. Tweedle Dumb guys are. Uh, keep the people away and they kind of tell you know Izzy to fuck off basically <laughs> yeah um, but you're starting to feel like uh, you even notice I'm assuming you're still trying to take care of uh, yeah I'm keeping Cassie. her close she's yeah. having trouble walking like she's feeling really woozy yeah Feeling, uh, I support her as much as possible. Okay, and even by the time you guys get to the stop at the top of the stairs, you guys are both feeling almost like a little drunk. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, she's obviously influencing us somehow with a well, machine and um, touch. So you guys get up into like another like elevator system, like another about the same size as the one you came up in. Mm-hmm. A little bit bigger though, because you're jamming more people in here. Um, and then it all goes black. 
Inside the elevator? Or uh, you're yeah, knocked out. Yeah. Kind of feel like you pass out. Hmm. Is that where we're going to stop for this yeah, episode? That's where we're going to stop. All right. Well, then I guess we could all say something like, Bye. Thanks for listening and watching. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.